What's up, everybody? Welcome back to She's on the List. I'm your host, Liv Charette. And as you can see from the title, today we're going to be talking about 20 things that I've learned in my 20s so far. (laughs) We're going to do this one in a little part two series because after I kind of reflected and made this list, I realized that I have a lot of thoughts and things that I am probably going to want to expand on a little bit, so probably best to just break it up. And anyway, I'm really excited about today's episode, and I feel like and hope that a lot of people will be able to relate. But before we get into that, let's do our little catch-up of the week, shall we? Well, this week for me has been quite busy. I feel like I am just sort of in this phase where I am trying to learn just everything. I feel like as an artist, you are constantly having to evolve with the changes, whether that is technology or keeping up with social media or just expanding your horizons. And I feel like I've just really been doing a lot of research this week. And I think you have to have time to do that. And I've really just felt very inspired, honestly. And yesterday I hosted my regular live in the moment segment on Riff, which is kind of sort of an extension of this podcast, but it's a live stream where I just go live every two weeks now, bi-weekly, and just kind of chat with people on Riff about what's going on in my life. We listen to music. Sometimes I preview songs or we celebrate upcoming releases and stuff and listen to them all together. So it's a really cool space. If you're looking for something to do on a Tuesday, definitely come hang out on Riff, R-I-F-F. You can download it on the App Store store. It's a really great time. But one of the subjects that we talked about yesterday in our little chat room was the importance of community. And I think that that is something that is important in so many people's lives and careers. Whether you're moving to a new town and you're trying to kind of find your people or your squad Or even just, you know, exploring online and finding people of similar interests. And it's just so rewarding when you find those people because I definitely believe that they're out there. And as far as how that relates to me and my career as an artist, I've definitely realized just how important community is. And I have a tough time sometimes using the word fan, but fans are really important when it comes to people who support you and your career. I really like to think of people as just like supporters and people that are part of my community, that are part of my circle and people that support my music and are just excited for things that I'm doing. And that to me really means community is finding common interests, whether that's in, you know, personal stories or things that I put into my music or whether that's, you know, getting to know their stories too. So I think that's also such an important thing when it comes to community and building a career and building, I guess, a fan base, as they say, is really being able to connect with those people on a whole other level. And I feel like I've really have been able to do that, you know, throughout my career. I definitely have different pockets of 
community and people that have been so, you know, important and instrumental in allowing me to do what I do every single day, whether that's even just somebody who has streamed a song or, you know, watched a video of mine on YouTube. That means the world and it is it makes a difference as an artist. But also, you know, the people that have supported me from day one, whether that's people from my hometown or my small town hometown that I like to say because I kind of was adopted by the small town that my parents were from and I feel like a lot of people really have supported me from the get-go and always kind of keep up with what I'm doing and I'm so grateful for that community and then there's another whole community that I feel like I've been introduced to through TikTok this last I guess two years now that I've been super active on that platform and just how that's changed my life as an artist. And anyway, I feel like this week I've just really, really been reflecting on how important that's been in my life and realizing just how important it is to bring value to the people that support you and are there for you. Even if that community even means just like friends and family, I think being valuable is so important and contributing is so important. And I hope through my music and through the things that I'm able to do and connect with people on, I hope that I bring a lot of value to people's lives, even through this podcast, as you're listening. (laughs) So anyway, that's just been something that I've kind of had on my mind and have been sort of journaling about, thinking about, and I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for all these different pockets of people that really have come together and have, I guess, formed like a live army or whatever you want to say. It really means a lot. On another note, I've also just been, you know, kind of planning for upcoming things. As I told you guys last week, I've been working on new music, so that's obviously still in the works. It is a process, so it definitely takes a lot of time, and I know it's going to be so worth the wait. I'm so excited about the stuff that we've been working on, and like I said last week, I am so proud of this music and just my sound overall, I guess. I'm really feeling like all that hard work that I've been putting in, you know, even before moving to Nashville seven years ago, I feel like all of that hard work is just sort of coming all together in these last several months, I think. And that is just like a beautiful thing. So I'm just kind of, I guess, in my feels and very reflective and appreciative and excited to just share a lot of new things that are coming. So be on the lookout for that. I also feel like I should probably say this at the start of the episode, but if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please be sure to do that and follow me on at She's on the List Pod and at Liv Charette because I've just been grinding hard and producing so much content over there on all of those channels and platforms and I just want to kind of get to know you a lot better as a listener so definitely let's connect on those I'd love to follow you back and know your story but honestly other than just kind of working hard trying to put in the time to just you know keep building it's it's a process as they say it's a marathon not a race or what is the saying? Something like that. Either way, we're, we're in the marathon business here when it comes to the arts and music. So this week has just really been focused on just doing all those little building blocks every single day. It's the 
PPPs, as I like to say, working on your professional life, working on your personal life and finding balance in your professional life and personal life and also taking time to play and having time to just do things that light your soul on fire. And one of those things for me is doing the podcast. So that is part of, I guess, my professional P as well, but it's also part of my play and getting to just connect with people on a different level and talk about things that just really excite me and I get to be a bit of a research nerd. So I just feel like lately I've really been trying to strike that balance between those three Ps and it is way easier said than done, but it's a philosophy that I have definitely tried to live by. And I think if you're able to strike that balance, that's really when you start to thrive. And I feel like I'm getting there. I think it's always going to be a work in progress. And I think that's something that I'm always going to be working on, but it feels really good. Even those few days or few weeks where you really feel like you are hitting that sort of middle of the Venn diagram of all the PPPs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Anyway, I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but let's get into today's episode. I'm super stoked about this one. I feel like I've been trying to kind of write more in my journal, reflect a little bit more on things and things that I've learned and hopefully inspire some podcast episodes, some songs. But without further ado, let's hop into today's episode, 20 Things I Learned in My 20s So Far, (laughs) Part 1. feel like your 20s are just that time of self-discovery. It's a time in your life when you're trying to kind of figure out who you are, what you stand for, what you want to do with your life. And it's a lot of pressure, but I think your 20s are honestly some of the best years. I know for me, a lot of people said high school is going to be the best time of your life. And I can definitely say from experience that is 1000% not the case. (laughs) I mean, I didn't have a terrible high school experience. I was thankful to have one best friend from back home and she's still one of my best friends ever. And thank God, because I don't think I would have gotten through high school (laughs) without her. I probably would have been like, okay, yeah, maybe homeschooling is more for me. I think everybody goes through that phase of either having, you know, the mean girl in your life or whatever it is. That was my experience in the seventh slash eighth grade, but I definitely started to find my stride when I found my people. And I think being in those years, I definitely learned a lot from my high school experience. But I got to say, being in my 20s has been probably the best, most amazing years so far. And it's just been a time for me that I've learned so much about myself. It was a time that You know, I moved away from home and had to be independent, really, for the first time in my life and moving away from my family to a whole other country, from Ottawa, Canada to Nashville, Tennessee. I mean, that is a big move going from living with your parents for all of those years and having, you know, people around you all the time to all of a sudden living alone. It's definitely had its ups and downs, but for me, I learned just so much about me and had to really step outside of my comfort zone in order to really stand up for what I believed in and continue to evolve, I guess, and find my self-confidence, find my stride. So I've definitely learned a lot, even still being in my 20s. 
And I thought it would be kind of interesting to sort of reflect on some things that I've learned so far and maybe see if you guys resonate with any of them. And please, if you've learned anything in your 20s, in your 30s, whatever year you are currently in, please let me know on at she's on the list pod on Instagram. Send me a DM. I am so curious to know your thoughts on this. One of the first things that I've learned so far is that one, not all friendships are made to last and that's okay. Some of the hardest breakups, in my opinion, have to go to friendship breakups because friendships are just a huge investment of not only time and effort, but your heart. And I really feel like some friendships that you just thought, you know, that you would either stand in each other's weddings or whatever it may be, that you had a lot of future plans together and keeping up with each other or, you know, had dreams of it being like a sex in the city type friendship moment and realizing that that might not be the case. That is sometimes just so heartbreaking to take. And sometimes, you know, it just happens naturally. Sometimes you just end up drifting off and drifting away from some people. And sometimes you just realize that you don't have the same interests or passions that sort of keep you connected anymore. But then there's also the friendship breakups that might end in a fight. And those really, really suck, especially. But I think it's just realizing and knowing that people change and people evolve and that's okay. And I think it's more important to surround yourself with people that lift you up. And sometimes that's just not the friends that you might have initially pictured. Number two, jeans are overrated and not all pants need a button and a zipper. If anything that I've learned even in the last couple of months is the amazing realization and discovery of these like sort of silky parachute type pants. I feel like in the past, I definitely didn't prioritize comfort when it came to my clothes. I would try on a bunch of clothes at the store and be like, oh, I'm feeling myself. I'm loving this. And sometimes there's a moment for that, especially if you're, you know, dressing up or you know that you're only going out for a couple of hours and that's okay. But at the same time, I kind of believe more in finding the balance of comfort put together, but just like feeling good in your clothes. And I've started to, you know, realize too that sizes don't matter because they're all over the place. So buy something that also fits. I think that is insanely important. Just don't pay attention to the tag because it really doesn't mean anything. There's nothing worse than something not fitting right, whether it's too small, too big. And when it comes to jeans specifically in this point, I'm just over anything that cuts off my circulation for more than it needs to. So get the parachute pants, find some really cute high-waisted pants that are just really comfortable and rock them because there's ways of dressing all these sorts of pants up and there's so many more options now. Which leads to number three. <laughs> Athleisure is your BFF. Honestly, you guys, since I discovered that I can really dress up sweatpants, sweatsuits, throw on a really cute pair of sneakers, some Nikes, Adidas, whatever you want, it is such a cute look and it's totally in style. I'm all about the streetwear look and especially being an artist when you have to go into writing sessions for sometimes, you know, three to four hours and you're sitting in a really uncomfortable chair, the last thing I want to do is wear the pair of jeans and feel extra uncomfortable. 
I would way prefer to wear really nice athleisure. So I have lots of really cute leggings from Lululemon. I have some Peloton merch that I'm obsessed with, some cute sweatshirts, and then some sneakers that are just really, really cute and dress up an outfit and elevate it. So there's ways of elevating your athleisure to make it more suitable for everyday wear and not just like your typical you know, sweatpant kind of scenario where you look like you just rolled out of bed. Like there's ways of doing elevated athleisure and looking, you know, put together, feeling yourself, but also being comfortable. I'm all about it. After pandemic, I don't want to be, you know, wearing anything uncomfortable. So athleisure is your BFF. Number four, sometimes the hippest or priciest places to eat aren't always the best. When you live in a city like Nashville, where there's restaurants popping up literally every single day, I feel like it starts to become, you know, oh, the newest place, like we all have to go there, we all have to get a reservation, and there's always this huge craze when a new place comes in that's super aesthetic and cute, you can get your Instagram photos there, et cetera, et cetera. And look, sometimes those places are amazing. I've definitely been surprised and have been super excited, you know, about new places coming in, and I'm all about that. But there's definitely some places that just sort of are more about the show, are more about the aesthetics and Instagram moments than really the quality of food and service. So sometimes even just going to a hole-in-the-wall sushi place, you'll get some really great sushi and pay half the price. So don't judge a book by its cover when it comes to restaurants. I would say ask your locals of what's worth going to. I have a lot of friends that hit me up in my DMs and are like, okay, I'm coming to Nashville. Where do I need to go and eat? And I always have this list now saved in my phone that I just send to people and say, avoid these tourist traps. They are not worth it. Go check out these places. The vibe is really cool, but the food is even better. I think if places can strike a balance between the two, it's like the perfect scenario. But you know what? Sometimes... It's not all about the aesthetics. It's really about the food. Am I right? Number five, find a balance between FOMO, the fear of missing out, and JOMO, the joy of missing out. Listen, I feel like I am constantly pulled in a million different directions and it's a great thing to be busy and to have a lot of options to be able to go to places, to be able to go to some events, but also... You don't have to spread yourself so thin. And I think realizing that it's okay to say no sometimes and not overwhelm yourself, it's like it's okay to do that. And I've definitely struggled with that in the past. I've said no to some family vacations in the past. I've said no to this. For even the fear of missing out on what's happening in town, what's happening in Nashville, like if I miss a week, I'm going to lose out on an opportunity And that's just no way to live. I think that we have to be present and, of course, always be active and, you know, seeking new opportunities. But this is sort of the P in the PPP format that I live by. You also have to have time for play. You have to have time for the personal side and make time for those that matter and not worry about missing out all the time. I think you have to strike that balance. It's very hard sometimes, but 
the more you're able to put that into practice, the more rewarding it's going to be. Trust me on that one. Six, so much easier said than done, but (laughs) social media is a highlight reel. We've heard it before, but we don't always believe it. I think now more than ever, authenticity is so important and transparency online. I mean, I want people that are real. I want people that have real stories to share. And I want to see who people are as themselves, as the person that they are. I don't need a fake facade. I could go on and on and on about this one, so I'm just going to leave it there. But just be your true self because, honestly, that is the best thing that you can offer. Number seven, invest your time, treasures, and talents in what lights your heart on fire. That could be people, that could be things, that could be whatever. Whatever lights the fire in you, whatever you're passionate about, take the time to do it. Take the time to invest in yourself, invest in your talents. Now is the time to put in the work, to invest in yourself in your career in what you want to do with your life take the time to do it learn everything about it and do it right and that's not to say you're not going to mess up you're going to mess up a lot but you're going to learn a lot and you're going to learn a lot about yourself and what motivates you so go out there and find what you're passionate about and invest time in it number eight and this is one that I am super passionate about and that is life is too short for bad coffee. Okay? It just is. Invest in a great espresso machine. Honestly, I spent way too much of my life drinking coffee from a Keurig. And look, it's great in a pinch. I'm not knocking the people that have a Keurig. But what I am saying is that I spend a lot of money or have spent a lot of money going to coffee shops and I still go to coffee shops. I really do enjoy the vibe of going. It's kind of like a treat. But I love the option of being able to have a really great cup of coffee at my own house, make it the way that I want to, and you can taste the quality. If you're a coffee connoisseur, or I mean, this can also apply if you're like a tea person or whatever it is, get the stuff at home so that you can make it yourself. Because honestly, one, yes, sometimes these machines are expensive, but it will pay off in the long run because if I even thought about how much money I've spent like at Starbucks and all of those places in the past, it would probably be scary. Like I don't even want to see that number. But after getting an amazing Breville Touch Espresso machine, which is really my pride and joy, (laughs) it's something that I'm so grateful to have. It literally just changed the game for me. Like I can make iced coffees, I can make iced lattes, I can make regular hot coffee, hot lattes, and it's just great to be able to offer to people too when they come over to have a really nice cup of coffee. It's not overrated, it is worth it. And like I said, you'll save a lot of money in the end and just, it's the little things in life, honestly. Whatever you really enjoy, just enjoy it and savor it. And for me, That is coffee, and I look forward to my coffee every single day, sometimes two to three, but I have an amazing machine, and I don't even have to leave my house to enjoy it. Number nine, and this one I struggle with a lot. I think it's honestly bred into me being a Canadian, and sometimes I just literally can't help it. I don't even realize I'm doing it, but it is stop apologizing unless you actually fucked up. 
there's a difference, okay? (laughs) We all make mistakes, and there's a really big difference between apologizing when, you know, you messed up, and you can admit that. I think apologies are necessary. I'm always the kind of person that if I'm in a fight with somebody or we have a disagreement, I don't really honestly sleep at night because I'm so worried about that, especially if it's a close friend, a close family member. It just bothers me. I'm not a grudge holder, and I like to resolve issues. I can admit when I'm wrong. I've never had an issue doing that. My issue has been more apologizing when I haven't really done anything wrong. I hate conflict, and sometimes that is my problem, is just sort of wanting to talk it out, get it over with, I'll admit I'm wrong, even if I'm not, etc., etc. But that's just not a great habit and a great precedent to set with people in your life because it tells them that you're okay with being walked all over. And that's definitely not the case. I definitely don't like being walked all over. But sometimes, just to avoid conflict, I will just say that I'm sorry and try to move on from it. But I really think that talking it out is more important seeing other people's points of views and, you know, sometimes admitting, yes, that you're wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I think being real with yourself is really important and being real with other people. But I think also being able to express when you've also been hurt because I think that's the only way that you can make a situation better. There's also like apologizing in general. And I think as women, we tend to do this a lot. I'm definitely guilty of it. I know that a lot of my friends are guilty of it. And it's hard whenever it's been something that you've been, you know, raised to feel like or feel like you have to apologize for things or just, you know, from society in general. It's just sort of been a standard, unfortunately, that I feel has been put onto women and we always have to be polite and feminine and kind and apologize. But hey, if you didn't do anything wrong, don't apologize. It's okay. They can live with whatever issues that they have. (laughs) It's easier said than done and I'm definitely working on that. Last but not least, we have number 10, which is take the compliment. Okay, when I give somebody a compliment, I mean it. Like, I don't just say things to say things. And look, I know a lot of people do, but when somebody gives you a compliment, it might have taken them some courage to even tell you, especially maybe somebody that doesn't know you super well. I know sometimes if I'm either like at a show or I'm meeting somebody new, I'm meeting a new artist that I'm like, hey, I love their style, I love their vibe. As an introvert, sometimes it's hard for me to walk up to somebody new that I don't really know super well and tell them something that I admire in them. And if their response is something like, oh, I don't know, yada, yada, I'm just, I'm not on my game today, but thank you, Um, I appreciate that. It almost makes me kind of sink in a little bit or retract a little bit because I don't really know what to respond And here I am giving them further validation, if that makes any sense. And I know it's not always easy to take a compliment. And I think sometimes it has to do with confidence and maybe not seeing yourself the way that other people see you. But I think that's also a super beautiful thing is if somebody's taking the time to give you a compliment and they see something in you that maybe you don't quite see or maybe you do see it, that just means a lot. So just say thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) 
Well, we've officially hit the halfway mark of the 20 things that I learned in my 20s so far. So those are the first 10. Be sure to tune back next week for the next 10. But without further ado, we're going to hop into bottle service, which is the segment in the podcast where I talk about my favorite drink, cocktail of the week, whatever it might be, and four things that I've been absolutely loving. The drink of the week this week is Prosecco. Your girl loves a glass of bubbly Prosecco when it's 11 million degrees outside, which is what Nashville currently is right now. <laughs> I ordered a wonderful glass of Prosecco yesterday at a fun girls meeting, and I took a little stroll in my neighborhood to go to said drinks meeting. And by the time I got into the building, I was literally dripping sweat. So when I read the happy hour menu, I was like... Yes, give me one of those. I'll have a glass of Prosecco. And then unfortunately, the restaurant itself, like their air conditioning wasn't working. So I further sweated. But thank God for my glass of Prosecco that came in to save the day. And then the second glass of Prosecco, which made me forget about the lack of air conditioning for just a little bit. (laughs) The first thing that I had to talk about, and I actually haven't done a music shout out before. So this is officially my first music bottle service. If I'm being completely honest, it takes a lot for me to fall in love with an album, even sometimes fall in love with songs. I just feel like there's so much music being put out every single day that sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming. And I don't know, sometimes with having so much music out all the time, I just find lately I haven't been able to find a lot of music that I absolutely love. So honestly, since Dua Lipa's album, Future Nostalgia, I haven't really been spinning that much music. I've been more diving into podcasts and that kind of stuff. But this week, I have a newfound obsession, and that is Lizzo's new album called Special. I've always been the biggest fan of Lizzo. I think she is just such a badass. Not only is she an incredible singer, but she's also like a multi-instrumentalist and also a producer, writes her own songs. The girl's just an inspiration, and the best part about her is that she's so authentically herself, and that to me is so inspiring. And just getting to follow her and follow her on TikTok and just see all of the (laughs) amazing, funny TikToks that she posts, I feel like I really get an inside look as to who she is as a person, but also through her songs and just the message that she always has, which is always super positive. It's fun. It's about friendship. It's about, you know, girl boss vibes and everything that she sings about is just so empowering and I love her. I'm the biggest fan. If you're a fan of that kind of music, if you want something that's going to get you pumped up, feeling yourself, feeling good about yourself, these are the jams for you. Trust me. And the best part is They've got like lots of 70s, 80s type vibes made new and that's kind of where my taste in music has always been and I'm just obsessed. It's the kind of music you want to just like dance to, scream in the car and that's exactly what I've been doing this week. So thank you Lizzo. (laughs) The world thanks you for this album. 
Next on the list is this adorable pair of blue turquoise moccasins that my mom got me for just a little gift. Sometimes she sends me little care packages from home and it always means the world and she always keeps them a surprise so I never know what's coming and it's always so fun to just open it up and talk to her at the same time and it always means the world and she always has really great taste. <laughs> but anyway, she went on to the Indian Reserve that is by our lake house and they sell the most amazing pairs of authentically handmade moccasins and she picked me out a pair because I complimented her on her new pair. <laughs> so she was like, okay, I think, I think I know that she's really going to like these. They're this perfect shade of just like really rich blue and they have a cute little design, almost a circular design on the front of them just made out of beads. And they're perfect for just sort of like inside shoes. That's how I like to wear them. I kind of like keeping them as slippers just because they're so cute. I don't want to ruin them by wearing them outside, but you definitely can if you want to. I might get brave and do that this fall because I think that this pair would look really cute with a pair of jeans. But for now, they are just my little inside shoes and I absolutely love them. Another item that I've been really loving actually is a new item that I added to my hair care routine and that is a scalp massager. Now hear me out. I thought it was crazy too. I didn't really understand the thought process sort of behind it other than the fact that Maybe it feels good when you use it. I don't know. But I see all these girls on TikTok and Instagram showing me their hair care routine. And I swear that every single one of them has one of these scalp massagers. And I'm like, what is the fuss all about? Well, I finally decided to order some on Prime Day and they came in. And I get it. Not only does it lather your shampoo so much better, but it just gives you a better deep clean. I also feel like it wastes less product because I don't feel like I need to shampoo my hair two to three times even. Some days I do do that just because I really feel like I can't get all of the product buildup out. But after using this, I honestly only had to shampoo my hair once. So kind of a game changer, honestly. Not to mention the fact that it's also supposed to stimulate hair growth. I don't know, it's a little bit too early, but I will report back. <laughs> Last but not least is more of a techie product that I've been obsessed with, and it's this new tripod that connects to my desk, and it's more of a gooseneck type tripod where I can fasten it in place on any kind of table, honestly. For right now, I have it attached to my desk, but it's super great because it's really light, it's portable, and it actually holds my phone in place. I don't know about you guys, but iPhones are kind of heavy, and every time I buy a new tripod or a ring light, I find that it's very top-heavy when I put my iPhone 13 Pro Max, <laughs> which is like basically an iPad, into one of these things. I find that it always falls over. I'll be in the middle of filming something, and then it just like comes crashing down and scares the living crap out of me. So <laughs> this product has been really nice. It's been a saving grace, and I've been enjoying filming some content with it. And it's great, you know, that you can just sort of like set it up in your place of work and be able to film some videos wherever you are. And like I said, it holds your phone in place. It's not top heavy, so you don't have to worry about your phone falling out or falling on you. <laughs> 
Well, that officially wraps this week's episode of She's on the List. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode. I'll be finishing my list of 20 things that I've learned in my 20s so far. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you maybe found some lessons in there as well. I'd also love to know some lessons that you might have learned in your 20s. If you're currently in them or have gone through them or are about to, I'd love to know your thoughts. Be sure to follow me at Live Charette and be sure to follow the podcast, of course, at She's on the List Pod. Let's connect. Let's be friends. And always appreciate you guys leaving a review as well. So if you haven't done that already, please show us some love. (laughs) I hope you all have a fun and safe weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. She's on the list.